0: Hello and welcome to You to Know Lit. My name is Nick Argeris and this week I'm looking for a book about evil cars. <laughs> <laughs> to help me, are 2 Mechanically minded. hmm That's good. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to come up with it. Well, you are
1: you're <laughs> floundering, Nick, so mm-hmm. I did He's what I you do. Out bail you
0: out. Two very clever high school English teachers, <laughs>
2: Ian and Joe. Hi, Nick. My name is Joe Holshue. I'm a high school English teacher. I know almost nothing about cars. If I could work with my hands, I would do something else. Um, I brought a book this <laughs> Did week Did you prepare though. that? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. I, I, People <laughs> who work
1: with cars are idiots and losers. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> okay. See, now I'm getting uh, anxiety. Nick, I brought a book by R.L. Stein. It's called The Haunted Car. It was written in 1999. It's a Goosebumps book. <laughs> 20 pages is it like a hundred. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I'm liking this tone shift from our previous episodes. Ian.
1: Uh, vroom, vroom, Nick. Honk, honk, there Joe. And let heads hand me that dipstick. This week for Evil Cars Week, it's I brought dirty. Stephen King's classic evil car book, Christine. It's about an evil car, which is why I brought it for Evil Cars Week. Mm -hmm. it's so what a narrow window i know right and yet (laughs) and 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 yet here we are with two and when i was doing research on on like the critical reception of christine i thought you were gonna say evil cars when i was doing Mm -hmm. research on evil cars i discovered that my car is an evil car and it's consumed (laughs) my my body mind and soul no i i discovered that this was enough of a genre in the late 70s and early 80s that people could compare christine the book and christine the movie by john carpenter two other evil car books
2: this is like this is like a thing may your earlobes turn into assholes and shit on your shoulders
0: hey the plot doesn't fucking matter at all this is what i think it's about if you look closely enough
1: every author <laughs> was at some point a racist
0: audiobooks don't count right
1: all art is quite useless <laughs> who told you that fun fact that is how joe laughs, <laughs>, <laughs>, <laughs>
2: I think at a certain point Ian had brought From a Buick 8, which yep. is Stephen King's other evil yep. car book yep. obviously, and we're like what is going on? How on earth does this like, yeah. genre support two titles from the same author? Um, but apparently it supported many titles from many authors. The
0: evilness I don't know. We'll get into this, I guess. But the evilness is talk, not, not no, like I think now is the time. OK, I don't think <laughs> we're like putting a pin in evil cars no. to talk about evil cars later. Yeah, or I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm saying like I'm thinking like the nature of the evil, the nature of the evil in my book is not like, oh, that thing gets the worst gas mileage or. Um, <laughs> this or, thing's a lemon.
0: Just call it what it is, Ian. It's it's boomers who loved their cars growing up who decided to write about their cars. I mean, yeah, it's an excuse to an excuse to say things like whitewall tires and your dad finally mm, wrote his mm. car book. <laughs> Welcome, let heads to internet a let weekly as we call it strongly podcast where every week we bring a car we we, <laughs> we talk week? about cars. <laughs> this week is evil cars car talk. Next week, join us for happy cars followed by. You know, just moody. insert a few emotion. Yeah, yeah. Moody
1: car is coming up in a few weeks to be exciting.
0: Where every week, <laughs> we pick a theme and Ian and Joe, two high school English teachers, bring book recommendations or Leadheads, heads. You submit a book Ooh, recommendation that do. they have to read. Mm-hmm. And gentlemen, just to keep you on track, we have some show rules. Rule number one, only unavoidable spoilers, preferably none. In fact, I don't think we've ever really included any. Uh, rule number two, omit needless words, Joe. And rule number three, only winning matters today. Who's ready to lose about their evil car book?
1: (laughs) Um, Joe, did you, did
0: you, did your
2: last uh, R.L. Stein book win? I don't remember. So a weird thing happens to me on this show when we um, read books at the blistering pace that we do. Yeah. A lot of the books stick with me and they like stick to my ribs and they become part of who I am. And sometimes I look back at old show episodes or or look back at old shows or look back at old show notes. And I think. I have no recollection of reading this book whatsoever. Um, That is how I felt about my last R.L. Stein book. I was reading my notes for it. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember reading this.
0: Too bad. So I Googled evil cars real quick because I'm like, all right, I just want to know what happens with that Google search. I don't think anybody's ever searched it before. Probably not. And I I was wrong. Um, There are all sorts of evil cars, but I will tell you, it is a scale. It's a sliding scale of the definition of evil yeah Mm, because it starts off with um ian it starts off with like your car yeah from christine Uh yeah and then it goes to like the the transformer car right and (laughs) you're thinking okay i guess that's you know they were the bad guys right um and then and then we get to like the car that the villain drove in a 1960s uh, James Bond movie. And you're like, "Mm, okay, I think they ran out of stuff real quick here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Um, Here's the car
2: from... Oh.
0: (laughs) It's a car Hitler
2: (laughs) (laughs) drove. I I can imagine it pretty quickly just becoming like cars that people died in.
0: (laughs) The rest of the list is Nazi cars.
2: (laughs) Which, let's be honest. The car doesn't... that
0: JFK was riding in, it didn't have a top, so it's evil. It's as stupid as shit. <laughs> um, okay, Ian, do you want to tell me about your evil car book? Actually, Joe, you go first because uh, we've, you've always gone I first. I always do oh, go no. first. I
2: was really thrown for a loop. I was when so you excited for a second there. All right. Nick, this book is about what happens when the family of a car-obsessed boy end up owning a haunted car. Yeah. I have it all in caps in my notes: a, a haunted bum. car. Blum. It is written by R.L. Stein it is classic goosebumps it's full of misbehaving children absentee parents unlikely twists and turns and it reads in a breeze. How might a car be haunted? How might a car be evil? You'll have to use your imagination or you, just read this. You'll book. have to take 20 minutes to, minutes to read me. this book. <laughs> yes.
0: I would imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. One. Can we read this book faster than we're going to talk about it today, no. Joe? Two. Very no. really quickly. Um, I read Two. it yesterday
2: for, for the record.
0: Two. The, the absentee parents almost has to be like a staple in almost probably all Goosebump books, right? It's like the parents aren't here. This is a broken home, mm. right? There,
2: there is like a decent amount of like, like there are parents in this book and there is a decent amount of like, hey, dad, I think the car might be haunted. And it's like, <laughs> wow, what a stupid thing for a kid to say. Stop being yeah, a stupid up. kid. I'm going okay. to my uncle's. How about you, you stay
0: here with the car? <laughs> I need to go get some cigarettes. I have okay. some drinking to do. Ian, Ian, do you want to take 30 seconds? It's a
1: story as old as the hills. Loner nerd buys evil car. Evil car possesses loner nerd. Oh, God. Evil car and loner nerd go on a murderous rampage. The story of Christine, which is the book I brought this week, is pretty straightforward. But Stephen King, who I like to call the king of horror himself, <laughs> manages to avoid predictability and ratchet up the suspense, including an ending I didn't quite see coming. Much like the car that struck someone in the crosswalk outside of my work. Uh, it's a little topical okay. thing there. Yeah,
2: there. Uh, did somebody hit? Did somebody get hit by a car in the crosswalk outside of your work? It
1: has happened. Yes. People just blast through there. Is like, this a recent story, or is uh, just, it's it's within the last year or so? Did you hit yeah. somebody with your car?
2: Yeah, guys, cars are dangerous. Like, like I think maybe we should d- start by addressing that. Like, like getting in your car is the most dangerous thing that you do every day.
0: Yeah, let's level set here. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh it's me. You can it's just wait turn. patiently. No. Ian, you can go first. We're oh sweet. Go. Okay. Like
1: <laughs> I, I, I want to avoid spoilers, so I'm not really gonna tell you much about this. I'll just say like there are three three main characters we have. That's rule number one. Yeah. yeah. Only only and and they the unavoidable spoilers here are most of the spoilers are avoidable, uh, including what happens to our three main characters. Well, four if you count the car, um, you've got your main protagonist. You've got <laughs> which we do, which we do. Of course we do. We've got your main protagonist. You've got the love interest. Um, there is a, the victim, I guess I could say the guy who buys the car and event, eventually kind of gets caught up in it. And then there's Christine herself. And these are like the book is the book is really nicely focused on these four individuals.
0: Is Christine the name of the car? Great question.
1: Yeah. It is yeah. the name of the car. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. Like like I said, it's about an, an evil car and its it, its victim. The victim is named Arnie. He's, as I mentioned, a loner. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a nerd. He's a loner nerd. Um, <laughs> this book does buys, have nerd vibes, he doesn't buys, it? He let, buys, heads, let me
0: explain the cover to you. Um, please. So Christine, you're thinking, oh, maybe a nice young girl. Nope. It's a car. Um, it's a car, it's, Stephen it's King. a it's car, not gonna be a nice young girl. It's going to be a car. It's, it's a, scary. It it's some sort of Chevy. It looks no. like a Chevy. No, Plymouth Fury. Okay. It's got those Chevy lights, those two those circular. Eyes. It's an old, you know, 1950s, 60s car. There's just fire everywhere. The car's on fire. Yeah. Everything's oh, on fire. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's red. True. It's true. Kind of reminds me. What's that other book with the girl with the blood on her?
1: 'll uh, Carrie, Carrie. Yes. Another Carrie. another mononym. This is your mm-hmm. long word of the day, Let Heads. Mm, a, mono, what's a mononym? A mononym is um, when something or someone is, has more than one name, but is referred to only by one name. So we might say Cher is a mononym. Cher. Or Oprah. Sia, Oprah.
0: Oprah well, Winfrey, I guess. Um, right, people say we know, Winfrey like, a lot. And we
1: know that her name is Oprah Winfrey, but we don't say Oprah Winfrey. I think for some reason there are more... Not enough. <sighs> female. More
0: because women more female, who are, have yeah. mononyms. Prince. Prince is yeah. the one that comes good, to good mind. Call. Good call. Yeah. So the actual Prince. Harry. The actual prince. Harry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one name now. And Prince Harry Styles. Harry Todger. Um, <laughs> so my book,
1: um, my book is is really kind of focused on what happens to Arnie and his car. The car is evil. The car pollutes Arnie. Um, Arnie buys this car when it's
0: all dinged <gasps> up. And like the is first Arnie a metaphor for the planet.
1: No, no. this is written in 1983 (laughs) before people, before they
2: were tearing it up and realized
1: that the planet existed. (laughs) Um, They were just pouring oil into the ground. (laughs) Actually, I think that may happen at one point.
0: (laughs) I think they may change the oil from the car. (laughs) They're just pouring (laughs) it into the grass.
1: (laughs) They may just dump it in the (laughs) grass. This is this is kind of a revenge story, sort of. King's books occasionally, and this is not to come after. Our friend Stephen King, but this is sometimes he gets caught up in a lot of stuff. So some of his books get a little bit, a um, little bit intricate, a little bit rambling. Um, he's thick. like a little unwieldy. Here's how this <laughs> connects to my larger multiverse, or here is the origins of this mechanic, or whatever. Uh, here, here, how these characters interact. It's this is not that book. This is pretty focused. This is this is the evil car getting revenge on some people and uh, other other main characters trying to avoid getting killed. Apart from the main characters, just about everybody else is cannon fodder um, or potential cannon fodder. Like either they're going to either, you know, they're going to die or you think they might die. Is this like a like a
0: fun horror romp? I well, wouldn't. Is it
1: fun? I would like, is it terrifying? Is this fun? I would say it's foreboding. That wasn't an option. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> Kings work and, and other horror books are, are like this. This could happen. This is playing on legitimate fears of mine. Sometimes it's just like, yes, this is absolutely that shit and mm. i still i'm still
0: along for the ride no pun intended we ask if it's funny because if you look at like i've never watched the movie yeah. it was made into a movie that i'm I'm sure it's just awful
1: uh, <laughs> but, it's, a, <laughs> it's a john carpenter it's it's actually supposed to be quite good
0: oh. oh cool and carpenter i okay, didn't see that coming carpenter has ta-
1: has spoken it like with with he's spoken positively about it in recent years so yes hmm.
2: it's fine Go what ahead. is the book give us the premise I've given you the premise multiple times. Yep, nerdy oh, God, guy buys a car. car <laughs> it's all dinged up. He fixes it up, and everybody in his life becomes cannon fodder. No.
1: Yep. Okay. Like the all car, right. the car yeah. starts killing. The, the car starts killing people. And like, I'm really trying to hard to avoid spoilers. Are
0: they in high school? Like, what's the setting?
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a small town in Pennsylvania. Pencil- small town It's Pennsylvania. It's actually Pennsylvania. Oh, no. Small town in Pennsylvania. They're in high school. This is this is Arnie's first car. Um, he fixes it up. There are there are mafia people kind of lurking in the in the wings. Do you think they they get killed? Do you think they? I think they might. I think, they might people. whack. They yeah, might be some whacking. Yeah. Um, there, there's a love triangle. Um, there's jealousy. It's like it's like it's like this this car, man. Like he 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 has a fairly straightforward. Um, interpersonal conflict, the love triangle. And then the car just is like the wild card and the car is just murdering people straight up.
0: Do you have any compelling uh, any compelling reasons to encourage people to read this book? Oh, I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. Go ahead, oh, Joe. Does. Go ahead,
2: Joe. Well, no, Joe I just, has some I just have a question. You've talked you've talked multiple times about how this car like kills people. And when I yeah. imagine a car killing people, mm-hmm. I imagine it running them over. That's does this car kill people in ways <laughs> that are not running them over? <laughs> <laughs> like, does he like back up to the to the house and what do you the car, and, like, has, you, of, the car like, has
1: a gun. Okay. <laughs> <the> car, <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: what,
1: little arms stick out the window and pop out. No. Um <laughs> Um, I will give you, <laughs> does the seat, how many times does the seatbelt kill somebody? No, never, never, never. As I was never. reading this, as I was reading this, I was thinking to myself and as I was preparing for it, I was like, okay, hey, what's the hook? What's the handle? Why should people spend their time reading this book specifically? So one thing is that it's a, it's a well-written thriller. Um, this is King early in his career. He's not kind of wallowing yeah. in, it's not over plotted. Everyone has clear motivations. There is a mystery, and it is resolved gradually but efficiently. There is a climax, and you you can see the climax coming about hundred and fifty pages away, and it just it ramps sense. up. Is this a huge book? Like, is this book seven hundred pages long? No, it's about four four fifty okay. or so. It's good. It's good sized. Um, but it's not it's massive. Four hundred
0: and fifty pages. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so like this is one of the one of the, uh, one of the oh, elements. Oh, Steven. <laughs> Let me double check that because I, be, so, I might be mixing so it this up. This is this is a legitimate attempt to make a, 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 a book about what if an evil car killed you. This is 80s to the max, isn't it? Right. This so is yeah, the so there was this is car. this is one of what the a reasons perfect 80s idea. Yeah,
1: right. This is this is one of the reasons I actually like this book and one of the handles. I think that that would well, she it's why you should read it. Um, OK, guys, bear with me for a second. I think that the 80s are kind of weirdly represented in modern culture because they're primarily represented in two ways. One, through modern nostalgia. So this is like your Stranger Things that looks back from 2023 and says, hmm, the 80s, here's what they were like. Let's hit all the high notes. There's neon, there's hair metal, there's um, video Shut game arcades, all. right? Cocaine. Right. Yes, that, that too. And that I think is, I think that sort of modern nostalgia is going to miss some things. And it's not going to feel real no matter how lovingly it's recreated. So there's that. There's also the, the, the genre of work from the 1980s that is specifically looking at its era and saying, what are we? Hello, it's me, the 1980s. What are we doing here? But that's also kind of um, kind of artificial. There's, a, there's an idea, a concept in anthropology called observation bias that when you start to look at something, you only start finding what you're, what you're looking for. You, you, your observation affects your conclusions. This is a book which is not about the 80s. But it was written in the 80s and the 80s are its setting. And so it feels more authentically 80s, like a legitimate time capsule more than a lot of other books that I've read. Um, It's more kind of observational. It's Stephen King living in the 1980s, writing a book about his current moment, not saying what were the 80s like or what are the 80s like? But like, yeah, so here we are. Everyone knows what it's like nowadays. Uh, we all know the kind of music it's playing. We all know the sort of people that are around. We have like our cultural, the things that we do, the ways we think about telephones, le- the way le- we think about short-hand. restaurants, the way we think about ways we think about um, police. And anyway, here's my story. And that when you read between the lines, you get a really cool sort of more or less unfiltered perspective on a unique decade. So that's one reason
0: okay how many are there how many reasons <laughs> There's two you have. reasons. there's, just there's two okay. reasons the other reason doesn't seem critical to count those. <laughs> when you say
1: when you say evil car that sounds like a really evil car goofy premise it sounds silly. sounds silly there are a lot of um potential plot holes a lot of questions like well why don't they go into a concrete building where the car
0: can't get them Ian, I have a one-star review for you. Yes. From Sarah. Ah, yes, Sarah. Uh, Sarah wrote one star. Seriously, it's a car. Climb some stairs already. <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is a scene where somebody goes upstairs and... It cri- comes after them, doesn't it? No, Chris. It goes he, up the stairs. No,
1: it doesn't go up the stairs. It mashes the stairs until they fall down and then pounces. So this is a Damn. book where you have to suspend disbelief. Hardcore. <laughs> not just because... Not just, be, not just because... Cars. How so? (laughs) Um, The idea that the like the idea that people could be this stupid, the idea that the response to there's a car coming after me is I'm going to run in a straight line away from it.
2: Like on this road. The only way this (laughs) This works
1: is like
0: if if they're teenagers, right? Like that's that's why teenagers die in horror movies, right? Because like only stupid, stupid young tweens could die so easily in in these 18 final destination movies right Right, like that's the premise of all four almost
1: these these victims are mainly stupid and oftentimes drunk or high or both right um so there's and that's why when you
0: get older you're like i'm not leaving my house
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go in my cellar where there's a stone wall all around me um i when you talk when you talk about this there are a lot of potential plot holes um one of them would be uh, yes, if a car is smashing into things, it's going to end up breaking itself, too, right? Mm-hmm. And King does things to avoid these plot holes so Christine can heal herself. That's one of the scariest things about this. Wow. So she, Christine mashes into you. Maybe she loses a bumper. Guess what? She can roll back in time and heal herself. And she's still there. She can keep coming after Wait, you. Wait, she can roll back in time? Yes, yeah, so there's this thing where like as she metaf- dra- as m- as she drives the later, as is she drives around, it's kind of like time travel. Her, her, odom- okay. her, oh, odometer, this is not
0: time traveling
1: car week. The odometer, <laughs> the odometer runs backwards as wow. she drives forward. Oh, and as, as the odometer that's fun. rolls backwards towards zero, she, she grows into
0: a more beautiful, like complete yeah. fixed oh. car car is this car possessed also why does it have a name is it does it uh, talk it's Ian does this car talk uh it's not car talk no the the is the car is sort Welcome of possessed talk, the quest the time of the podcast where we asked if these cars talk
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a recurring segment I think good can't wait I'm just lit heads. I'm just waiting for these two <laughs> buffoons <laughs> to stop laughing. It's a, a little space. funny.
2: I have a question. And This might be spoiler. Um, this car travels back in time as she drives forward. Her, her odometer moves back towards zero. What happens when she reaches zero? Does she cease to exist? Is that, is that what happens in this book? Is that the climax of this? We know litheads, heads, you're going to have to read it. To
1: <laughs> that's a legitimate question. Like it's, you know, it, that's one of the mechanics that, that you gotta, if the car, another plot hole, if the car is evil and supernatural, how do you kill it? Um, King has Camp. to deal with that. Like, you can't just, you know, use the power of love. It, the car is made of steel, and steel beats love every time. Every I don't, time. that's true. Paper, that's paper, paper, that beats, paper beats rock, rock beats scissors, steel beats love. Okay. Did you like this book, even? I loved it. I lo- I like Stephen King. A lot. Loved it. Yeah. I w- I would say this is on, on my list of Stephen King evil car books. This is still behind from a Beokaid. From a Be okay, it is just a better story and it's more engaging to me. But this is this is a like a, a very a very solid Stephen King. I would say it's in the top third. Um, wow. and the movie the movie
2: seems quite good. So maybe I'll check that out. Litheads. It's John Carpenter. Yeah, I think yeah. the magic of Stephen King is is right there. Like you describe the premise of Stephen King, you describe what happens in the book and it sounds preposterous you're, you're like, in no a lot way. of ways. You're no. like, that sounds ridiculous. And that's right. like, well, wait, did you even like this book? It's like, Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Like I could yeah. not put this book down. Right. It was outstanding. Right.
1: <laughs> he can, he can make what, what seems impossible and um a waste of your time, not a waste of your time. So I'm glad I read this book. I still like from a be okay better, but this is a good, this is,
2: this is a, well, he got from a Buick 8 after he had that personal vendetta against cars. Like, didn't right. he write that after he got hit by a car? So, so this, <laughs> this is 1983,
1: which is pre, um, way, pre, way oh, pre, way before he got ran over by
2: mm. in Maine. So, yeah. we kind of get like both sides. You know? I, I do like the idea that he gets hit by a car and he's like, you know what? I think I have more to say about shit." to go back cars. to that, Well, <laughs>
0: I mean, what, what? What a beautiful poetry to life, huh? You write a book about some evil cars and one fucking hits you. (laughs) (laughs) The car comes and
2: finds you. Yep. Joseph. Nicholas.
0: Um, I could not find a one-star review for your book. It's oh. reviewed that, that... there. It says there's 43 on Goodreads, but they're mm-hmm. all private. Um, <laughs>
2: private? One-star? <laughs> who's doing these privately? People,
0: people are afraid to be seen in public. Yeah. Hating on... They don't, um, they don't want to attach their name no. to such a beloved book, such as Goosebumps, R.L. Stein, 2000, R.L. Stein, The Haunted Car. The Let Haunted Car. Let me describe car. this one. Mm-hmm. The, the tagline, which the book has a tagline. So just to put that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like all books,
0: it has a subtitle. Yes, yeah, a tagline. Ghosts start your engines. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, whereas my
1: book sounds goofy, but then Stephen King pulls it off. I, uh-huh. I wonder whether we
0: ever get away from the goof in. in I, I think, book. Joe, I, this book is going to be
2: exactly what I want out of an evil car book. Mm. It feels like. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Well, I think that's like the magic of Goosebumps. Like I'm guessing most Goosebumps book books series. don't have a lot of, um, and not the actual Goosebumps that you get on your skin. No, I'm guessing most Goosebumps books don't have a lot of one-star reviews because it's, well, A, it's super nostalgic, <laughs> right? Like it's always just Mid- middle grade thing. them. Oh, I didn't like the character development. <laughs> yeah, as a matter <laughs> of fact, that's not how it would work. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this book is, it's, it's kind of what you think it is. I think it's weird that the tagline for this is ghosts start your engines. That, it reminds me of when we, uh, last time I brought in R.L. Stein book, one thing he had said is that he used to like plot his books out before he wrote them, but now he pretty much just comes up with a title and starts writing. And the tagline, "ghosts start your engines, Feels weirdly disconnected from what this story is actually about. So like, it's really good for the cover of a book, but not doesn't super reflect like what is going on in this book. This is this book is about sewing. Are there (laughs) good? This book doesn't even have a car in it, guys. No, this book does have a car in it. The car is haunted. Can we talk
0: about how he doesn't have a structure for his book? He just jumps in and starts writing. Yeah, he's got a formula in his head so tight. Mm hmm. Yeah, this, he's just like, I'll
2: figure it out. It's, it's like fine. a machine. When I was reading around this, um, it's one of the things that surprised me uh, just a ton. So, like, when, when he first started writing the Goosebumps series, and there's a ton of Goosebumps eight, books. 8 million of them. Yeah, he's published something like 430 books in his career. Not all of them Goosebumps, but a large percentage of them are goosebumps. just Goosebumps. Yeah. Basically, Goosebumps. When he started writing them, he started writing a book. He would publish publish one every two months. OK, like publish a book completed on the shelf. You can buy it every two months. Once they took off, he started publishing them once a month, which oh, is just. We
0: talked about yeah. R.L. Stein in, in what 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 book did you bring? I brought a, I brought
2: a book called The Haunted School.
0: Uh, the this Haunted I'm, School. We talked about it quite a bit. And it was. Yeah, it, like he's just churning these out every month. And he, is he the
2: one that has does he have ghostwriters or no? no, he doesn't have ghostwriters. Whereas some of these, like the James Patterson factory famously. Yeah, liked, that's the one I was like thinking a, It of. seems like
1: a missed opportunity. It's like for any author. I mean, Stephen King and R.L. Stein to have. They should have ghost ghostwriters. Like, yeah, of course. Oh, because like, a, is
0: that a play? Yes, because
1: yeah, like a horror thing okay yeah, that's what that is
0: well also because these books are like what 150 pages and it's like can't you find an intern to write this? <laughs> like seriously no, it's like, come on
1: it's also easy i think it's a, it's fascinating that he's kind of like trained his creative mind to be so mechanical and this is not a diss it sounds like an elitist yeah. diss, but like he is he has made his mind into something which can legitimately crank out um it something that satisfies it it's
2: it is yep. it's art it's like it's like a factory Right. Yeah. He starts with that title. Fifth grade zombies. Right. He's like, oh, fifth grade zombies. That sounds like a compelling book. Let me yeah. sit down and write this in the next week. I right. bet he writes these like somebody does a Sunday crossword puzzle. He's like, I'm going to write a book. Yeah. I'm going to write a book this week. Today. What? It's yeah. a Sunday. I got all day. To out. Anyway, Joe, what is this book about? Yeah. OK, so this book is about a kid. Right. Um, this, this kid is young, coming. like yeah, ele- yep. ele- elementary school, maybe like late elementary, early middle school. Um, he's got a couple of buddies and he's super into cars. He's the kind of kid. I wonder if this has been supplanted or if this still exists, but he's the kind of kid who builds model cars lovingly in his bedroom. Did you know kids like this? Nick, your dad was a car guy. I bet you had hmm. model cars. Yes, I did have metal cars, yeah, yeah so, so yeah, he builds model cars, he like takes them apart, he paints them, he glues them, he does all the model car stuff in his bedroom. His parents get in a uh, fender bender or a, a car accident to the point where, like, they have to get rid of their car and they buy a new car out of the newspaper for a great price. In oh, fact, the beautiful. guy seems really kind of eager to get rid right. of it. Uh, how many teeth does he have, Joe? Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. He's just a, he's just a dude. Just, he's just a normal
0: guy. Just a yeah. normal
2: dude. Nothing suspicious here. What
0: was it? Anything askew?
2: It's just his urgency. Just his urgency. And it was a pretty nice car for a pretty nice price. price. Pretty nice car for a pretty nice price. I see an overt message coming. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) The car (laughs) moves into the garage because that's where cars live. The the car (laughs) moves into the garage and pretty soon weird things start happening. Okay. What's the
0: first weird thing that happens? Is it the horn? Is it the the car (laughs) starts?
2: Does the car murder several people? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> does the car run down a family? <laughs> okay. Well, I asked Ian, like, does your book kill people in other ways besides running them over? And and you guys laughed at me. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> <laughs> because weird stuff starts happening. Like, for example, like, his, he's out there showing his buddies, like, his parents' new car. And the car, like, beckons to him. It has, like, some sort Ooh. of, like, thrall over him. And he can't Ooh. resist getting in it. Him and his buddies get in the car, the doors all lock, and then the car turns on the air conditioning as cold as it can go and almost freezes them to death.
0: Nick, oh my! With the goodness. air conditioning in this car,
2: <laughs> which I mean, I've had air conditioning. Well, how, in many what cars. saves them? This car has some skills. I can, Nick, I can't, I can't get yeah, into too only much. Only unavoidable.
1: Okay. Already telling us that. The car uses its air conditioning to almost freeze them to death. Is 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 is, is it is grounds treading. for disqualification? Show. <laughs> I,
2: I will say it's weird talking about R.L. Stein books because like that happens. Like that feels like it's like this happens at the fifty percent point of this book. This happens three hundred pages into this book. It's like that happens on page eighteen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, I have a question. Do people die in R.L. Stein? Yeah, books?
2: I was wondering that because
1: like I feel like haunted school. One thing you get trapped. Whatever you hope you get scared then you get yeah. out. You get to a point. Cars are more deadly. Ooh, cars, cars, are affordable. Affordable. cars do. Feel cars are
2: there. Are a responsibility? Okay. Yeah. I well, I don't know how much to say about it because I I, I have not read every R L Stein book. Right? I Why, do you not haven't? I do not know. What are you been doing with people, your time, in General will die in R L. Was the assignment? Books. Hey, lads, yeah.
1: sound off in the comments. Do people die in Goosebumps books? I'm That's very.
2: Very curious. I think there are many people who have died. If that makes sense, right? I think I think Goosebumps books are full of like ghosts and ghouls and zombies. Like they are full of the departed. I just don't know that we ever see them. Like you know, actively decapitated.
0: Uh, Stein says he does not have any death in his stories, and yeah, the children made, in made this his novel are never put into situations that would be considered too serious. Although although there is surreal horror. So mm-hmm. it sounds like there might be dead people, but nothing happening on screen. Yeah. So spoilers. Uh, I, I do
1: have, I do have um, from Reddit's Goosebumps subreddit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. A list of 13 separate. Oh, but these are some people who have come back as ghosts. Uh, it doesn't seem like specifically people die on screen on page, mm-hmm. which is incre- impressive that Stein can remain such a, a master of
2: terrifying
1: and actually kill
2: people. Yeah. I wonder if you ever figured that out as a kid. Like if you're like super into goosebumps and you're reading that and like, like a kid is in a lot of peril, like it- do you lose the sense of danger after a while? Like, is it like watching a movie as a kid where you're like, well, the good guys are going to win. This Reddit, this Reddit thread is amazing. Ian. So first off,
0: they're like, actually there are deaths. And then this person lists them and says, well, yeah, they kind of don't really happen on screen. It's ambiguous. And then they, or they come back. And then this person says lots of deaths in books. One through 36, over 3 million deaths. amazing oh
2: there are just there are conversations happening on the internet about
0: everything about it's just, just everything. incredible
2: sometimes you wonder if the internet has like if it has served its purpose Pete, you yes. know like like have we talked about everything that there is to talk about like is it just pop culture at this point joe i actually have a theory about this mm-hmm. i think and this prepare yourself
0: mm-hmm. it gets a little bit wider and a little bit more depressing I, but i'd like to put it for put it forth here. I think as humanity, we're done talking about things. I think there's pretty much nothing else to say. Hmm. And that's why I think movies kind of suck now. There's nothing else to say. It's just derivative. It's just irony of layers Hmm. of irony. Um, Music, nothing else to say. Uh, Sure.
1: I I would like to say just, uh, I agree with Nick uh Litheads, except for this podcast, we do we <laughs> <laughs> more.
0: There's a we lot, nothing
1: derivative. We're not derivative. We're original, we're or fresh. Please, we're we're the wellspring of originality on the internet. So just do do keep on listening and
2: so on and so forth. I only have one more thing to say about it. Um okay. And <laughs> it does a bunch of haunted things in here, right? Like without our better like Padre with symphonies. My favorite haunted thing that this car does though is at a certain point our young man opens the glove box and there's a slip of paper in the Ooh. glove box Ooh. that says I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gentlemen, welcome to Tiffany's A Safe Place for you to tell me all the terrible things about your book without it being held against you. Joe?
2: Yeah, I, I mean... Lay I
0: th- into this thing. I mean, <laughs> I
2: think the, th- the only mean thing I'm going to say about this book is I think it's a really good book for a child to read. Uh, you know, like... like some- okay,
0: Ian? Yep, got it. Ian? So, you know, I talked about the... You
1: want, you want your car to be a person. You want it to be a character. Stephen King tries really hard to make Christine a character. And to me, this doesn't quite work it feels kind of you don't connect
0: with a car no
1: like narratively christine is doing character things but like i don't i feel like christine might be a character in stephen king's mind he doesn't do a super great job making her a character in our mind her basically her character her character qualities are um beautiful and shiny and also i'm evil
0: how much cocaine do you think he was on when he wrote this probably quite a bit probably Probably quite a bit i i think um so, Ian, you lose. Drugs are bad. Uh, Drugs don't are bad. do them. Uh, wear your Drugs seatbelt. Joe, love me some
2: R.L. Stein. Oh, God. Okay, Good okay. One job. Second. Ian can't lose. I don't have a quote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. that's great.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to make you find a quote. I want to hear this book. Love, <laughs> love it. Okay, litheads.
1: Well, well, Joey, even- I I love I love the self-owned. <laughs> lo- Joe does not. <laughs>
0: Joe, you've lost the last like 18 weeks. <laughs> not yeah. even bringing wow. a quote anymore.
1: Litheads, you can do things uh, to help us and to help really help yourselves um, and make this podcast uh, evil. Um and truly uh, maybe. conquer the world. You can like and share and subscribe um on all the social media players of your choice and the podcast players of your choice. We're on Spotify and we have some good reviews there. Hey, if you haven't reviewed the show, maybe go ahead and review it. Um, those always make us oh, feel follow nice. Follow us and happy. on Spotify. Yeah, follow us on Spotify. Follow Nick us has, on Spotify. Nick has been doing sporadic TikToks, which are sometimes good, sometimes offensive. Mm. Um <laughs> Just keep an eye on the social media and see if you can cancel Nick. That's the idea. Uh, suggest books or themes for us to read. I think next week we may have a lit had recommended recommended theme. Uh, you can also request a sticker there. I've been plastering stickers all over the West as I've been driving around this summer and you can do the same. Request Some stickers for free and I'll send them to you with a lock of my hair and the most important <sighs> thing you can do as Joe would say is tell a bookish friend about the podcast. That's what, what they call organic growth in the biz. so thank you lit heads congratulations robert lewis stein vinson and congratulations evil cars
2: mm-hmm. dark clouds hung low in the sky blocking you the need to set stars. this quote up at all joe no. or <laughs> no he does not <laughs> a long fog clung to the ground as dad followed the curving road down the hill toward town a few raindrops splashed the windshield Look, Mitchell, Dad took his right hand off the wheel and steered with two fingers of his left hand. The power steering is so delicate on this car, you barely have to touch the wheel to have total control. Awesome, I murmured. It's a great car, isn't it, Dad? He nodded a smile, spreading over his face. Yeah, great, and a real bargain. We didn't have any trouble. (laughs) (laughs) until the trip back from town the rain started pouring down really hard sheets of rain thundered over the windshield blurring the light from the headlights making it impossible to see it's like driving underwater dad muttered slowing the car leaning over the wheel he steered with his left hand his right hand fumbled over the dashboard i can't find the wipers he scowled do you see the wiper control i leaned forward as far as the seatbelt would allow me i squinted at the dashboard radio heater flash signal no i don't see it dad Dad uttered a frustrated sigh. He pulled the car to the side of the road, rain washed over the like the car like ocean waves, one wave right after another. Quick, open the glove compartment, Dad ordered. Find the manual. It'll tell us where the wiper control is. Hurry! He continued to search the dashboard. Where is it? Where's the stupid knob? Dad hates things like this. He always lose it, is, loses it in an emergency. I'll find it, I assured him. I pulled the lid of the glove compartment down and a tiny light flashed on. I lowered my head and peered inside. Hey! I cried out in surprise. No car manual on there. Nothing. Empty. Except for a torn scrap of white paper. Oh, no. What is it? Dad demanded, still searching the dashboard. I pulled the scrap of paper from the glove compartment and, holding it into the dim right, I led the scrawled words. Two words. I'm evil. I like that the car used the
0: contraction. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>